Okay, uh, I get the honor and privilege of uh, presenting this, but uh, this is not uh, the brainchild of myself. Uh, there have been many of us that have been working on this since uh, 2010, I believe in the fall, if that's accurate. Uh, I was uh, worked with uh, the Sackagers, and I say Sackagers a little the men got together because I'm certain that all the men went back and connected with their wives. So the Sackagers and uh, the Folkers and the Caswells and uh, the Websters and uh, the Buckholz. Uh, uh, there have been a number of us that have gotten together, Glenn Truzy and uh, folks have come together over a number of months and uh, we sat down and tried to figure out what, uh, what direction do we want to go as uh, New England Ministries when we think of the next decade. And uh, I got to tell you, you know, the next decade is going to be a uh, great transformation no matter where you're at in life. Um, yeah. you think about our, the youngest teenager will be 23. Come on now over the next decade. Wow. Uh, that, that's a major oh shift wow. uh, culturally for our church. And uh, so when you think about the next decade, God can do some amazing things. Yep. So we all came together and we poured over uh, uh, everything in New England that we could think about and try to come together with uh, a vision that we can wrap our arms around. Amen? Amen. Amen. So our 2020 vision. When you think of our vision, what we did initially is look at the demographics. What are the demographics in New England and how can we use that to our advantage? And the first thing we realize is that there's a whole lot of folks in New England. Yes. There's 14 million. That's the general population for New England. There's a lot of souls. I appreciate what Jimmy just shared, you know, in anguish over the lostness of folks. That's where we need to live. That's where we need to be to get the gospel message out. In addition to that, we realized something that was really powerful. Three-fourths of that population, though, lives in all the major cities in New England, right. which kind of opens the door for us like Rome. You know, all the roads right. that went all out, they all led right. to Rome, but it made it easy to get out to all the areas to evangelize, yep. similar to us here in New England. Three-fourths of that population lives in the major cities. Mm. In addition to that, 1.1 million Hispanics and Latin Americans here in New England. As many of you know, over the next decade, that'll be the largest, America will be the largest non-speaking Spanish country in the world. Uh, that, that says something to us. In addition to that, something that's really unique to New England, one million college students in New England. Every fall, over 300,000 students, new students come in to New England. That, that is astounding. That opens the door for us in major ways. In addition to that, we've got Ivy League schools. We've got some of the top universities in the world right here in New England. Amen. Also in our demographics, 3.1 million people are under the age of 18 in New England. Wow. Mm. You know, that really says a lot about how important youth and family ministry needs to be over the next decade and has yep. been. You've got that many folks that are under 18, guys. That's a major hit for any family. When you think about the children not making it, what that means to their faith. So it drives a number of things. And in addition to that, 1.9 million are over the age of 65. Okay. That does not include all the baby boomers. That's right. There's a large population out there that are over 65, and, and, and we need to reach them for God, right? Yeah. Statistically speaking, they may be a little closer to meeting the Lord than we are, right? So let's make sure we meet them. So what did that mean? Well, we've looked at it and we said, well, God has made history in New England before, and we believe he will do it again in the decade ahead. 
While New Englanders' unique demographics shape our vision and our church's unity provides its foundation, it is our God who will make it a reality. Amen. That's what we concluded when we looked at the demographics. And so looking at that and looking at this statement, we said, well, where do we want to go? What kind of vision do we want to paint for the next decade? Simple. God making history again. New England is uniquely situated. God did amazing things in the Revolutionary War. It all began right here in New England. When you look at that and what this country has become and what this country has become to the whole world, you got to stand back in awe of God. But more importantly, what God had done through the Boston Churches of Christ here in New England. 55 churches planted all around the world. A small group got a dream and God placed it on their heart. And then we literally went around the world, reaching an estimated 150,000 people on any given Sunday. That is astounding. Yeah. Well, God making history again. Come on. Yeah. We think that may be the overall theme that will drive the next decade. In two areas. Number one, mission. And the second area, maturity. We always got to stay on the mission, but we always must continue to grow and mature. Amen. And when you Amen. think about our vision, we're going to try and go after it in these two areas. And with mission... The theme that we want to really kind of embed upon the hearts of the disciples is a simple one. Are we there yet? Are we there yet? What we're trying to get to, are we there yet? And on maturity, simply attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. Ephesians chapter 4. The Bible says that it, God, Jesus, when he left us, he did not leave us as orphans, but he left gifts for the specific purpose of being able to accomplish his dream and bring the church to maturity, fullness in Christ. On the mission side, are we there yet? Currently, this is how we look. If you were to look at a New England map, if you were to look at all the states here in New England, and the red dots representing churches throughout New England, that's where we are there. Now, are we there yet? Well, we all know we're not. Right. But going after that, in the next decade, here's what it could look like. Come on. Yes, we are. There we go. Reaching all the cities in New England in a powerful way. In, in this regard, 90% of all New Englanders living within 30 minutes of a church by the year 2020. That's what we would look like. With a dream and a vision of mission, asking ourselves the question, are we there yet? And when 2020 rolls around, we can get to that point and ask that question and say, yes, we are. Mission. What's it about? Though I am free and belong to no man, I make myself a slave to everyone. For what reason? To win as many as possible. Well, what would be the goal? Doubling in membership in the next decade. Currently throughout New England there are 3,100 disciples. And by 2020, reaching the goal of 6,200 disciples in New England. And how would we do that? Reaching the top 100 cities and towns in New England. If we reach these towns, we will get three-fourths of the population the message of Jesus Christ. Amen. Almost 14 million people living within a 30-minute radius of the gospel message in a thriving church. That, my friend, is awesome. Are we there yet? Are we there yet? What do we want to do? Establish two additional Spanish worship centers. God has done yes. phenomenal things Indeed. 
through the faith that started many years ago in the Spanish ministry. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And Hector and Miriam, with their faith, grabbed the baton, and God has done an amazing, amazing things with them. They've got a staff to member ratio of 250 to 1. And yet God has consistently, over the last decade, continued to baptize and grow that ministry. We want to duplicate that in two other worship centers. Fan in the Flame, thriving singles ministries throughout New England. Amen. God has Amen. done some amazing things with the singles here in New England. He yep. brought the folkers in and their faith, determination, Amen. and yes. heart for the loss has Amen. been astounding to many New Englanders here in Boston. Develop a strategic plan to reach the New England baby boomers mm. population. Okay. You know, guys, there's a large population there that we've right. yet to tap into. <clears throat> and many of us are in that baby boomer time frame. But we've got to decide that we're going to make that a mission point. God is already right. doing some great things in the southern region right now in our matures ministry. And I believe God can do immeasurably more than we ask or imagine if we get focused and get a little more strategic in our plan. Duplicate thriving campus ministries in all New England major cities. God is doing amazing things over the last five years with revamping campus ministry, putting an effort there. The first year we had our campus conference, I think there were like 200 or so people, 300. This last year, I think there were about 1,800. 2,200 in attendance. God is doing amazing things. But that will not happen if we don't get strategic. Look at the cities in New England and say, where can we plant a thriving campus ministry to get the message out to the young people? We've also got to be opportunistic about pursuing ministries in the medical biotech, and other fields that are growing in New England. Mm -hmm. yeah. New England has some of the best hospitals mm -hmm. in the world. Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. People come from all over the world mm -hmm. to come to hospitals here. Mm -hmm. there, there's a guy that uh, Brian Gray is studying with right now. When he was nine years old, had cancer. They were going to amputate his leg. Uh, he was in Nicaragua, I believe. And, and his father said, no, I'm going to take you to New England. Got to New England, they saved his life, cured him of cancer. Wow. People come from all over the world. Mm -hmm. We've got to take advantage of that and get in it and reach these medical professionals. The biotech capital of the world.